Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Thanks a lot, Ian. Uh, down in the Fredericksburg area to the east of the Rappahannock River for the showdown because of the accident of Kings Highway south of the Blue Gray Parkway. This is because of, of the crash, seeing some delays over in Argyle Heights. Watch out for the localized water outage due to waterman repairs affecting Wisconsin Avenue Northwest between Tenley Circle and Rodman Street. Also, Van Ness Street Northwest, clo- or not closed, but the waterman repairs between 38th Street and Wisconsin Avenue. They say these repairs should be taken care of by uh, about 10 o'clock or so this morning, maybe as late as midday. Defense highway shut down in either direction at in Anne Arundel County at Huntwood Drive because of flooding conditions. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. A chance for patchy fog here early this morning and maybe a shower or two. Otherwise, today, is going to be mainly dry. Temperatures in the mid-40s to around 50 degrees to start your day. Later, just shy of 60 degrees, with mostly cloudy to, well, at times, maybe some partly sunny skies by late afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. National Weather Service has a flood warning in effect for Prince George's County till 745 this morning. It is 50 in Tyson's, 52 in Waldorf, 53 in Lafont Plaza. We have 51 degrees at 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up two months later, D.C. voters are only now being officially told they may have been affected by a huge data breach. Local people who rely on federal help to cover grocery bills may not get a boost in the new year. Also Maryland is getting a higher minimum wage in the new year. I'm Nick Agnelli. There's breaking news on the sale of the commanders. I know you're saying, wait a minute, isn't that all over now? We'll explain. It's not being injured after running into a burning building that's killing more firefighters. I'm Mike Marilla. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Saturday and Sunday will be some of the busiest travel days of the year, but many highways and airports are already packed. Some people are coming home from a Christmas get-together with family or friends, and others are just leaving town to ring in the New Year's. Some people tell me they'll stay at home and sit this one out. You, you don't want to go anywhere during this kind of crush? Never. I don't do it. I'm, I live out here, so I'll be here for the holidays. John Baird for CBS News, Los Angeles. One person's been killed in the crash of a helicopter into a canal in Miami-Dade, Florida. Police spokesman Alvaro Zabaleta. As far as the direction of travel, as far as what type of aircraft this was, who was the pilot, who was navigating the aircraft, those are all questions that still need to be determined. Two people were on the chopper, which was coming from Fort Myers, Florida. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas were in Mexico City asking President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador for help with the migrant crisis. CBS's Nicole Skenga has more. President Obrador has said he's willing to do more but wants the Biden administration to ease sanctions on Cuba and Venezuela and increase 
aid to Latin America. Two higher-end models of the Apple Watch, the Series 9 and Ultra 2, can go on sale again for now after a court lifted a halt over a patent dispute. The Federal International Trade Commission had said that Apple was improperly using patented technologies in its blood oxygen measurement system on the watches. A Harvard study says social media companies took in a total of $11 billion for advertisements aimed at minors in the U.S. last year. The researchers say the findings show a need for government regulation of social media since the companies that stand to make money from children who use their platforms have failed to meaningly self-regulate. They also note such regulations, as well as greater transparency from tech companies, could help alleviate harms to youth mental health. Social media companies have never publicly said how much money they make from minors. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The Israeli military is now defending the country against attacks from the north, says CBS's Ian Lee in Tel Aviv. The IDF says it targeted Hezbollah forces in Lebanon after it said the militants fired dozens of rockets into Israel. Israeli War Cabinet Minister Benny Gantz issued a direct warning, threatening stronger military force against Hezbollah if the world doesn't stop the Lebanese militants. The Powerball jackpot will swell to about $760 million after nobody won the jackpot in last night's drawing. Next drawing is Saturday. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It is 3.03 on Thursday morning. It is 3.03 on Thursday morning, December 28th, 2023. 51 degrees. Good morning. I'm Michael Toscano. The top local stories we're following this hour... We've got an update on that big data breach back in October that may have leaked the personal information, including social security numbers of about 400,000 D.C. voters. And we're learning that many D.C. residents are just now getting official notification that they may have been affected by the breach. The D.C. Board of Elections became aware of the data breach by the hacking group Ransom VC back in early October. But it wasn't until last week that DataNet set out an email notification to all of those D.C. registered voters whose data may have been part of the breach. The notification provided steps they can take to protect their personal information, including details about credit monitoring. The Board of Elections says many email notifications ended up in spam email folders, and that hasn't helped. And the Board says it's aware DataNet's outreach may not appear to be timely. Thousands of D.C. residents who rely on government assistance to buy food may not be getting a bump up in their SNAP benefits in the new year. The D.C.est reports SNAP benefits recipients were supposed to get the increase starting next month under a new district law. But Mayor Bowser apparently decided otherwise and will not be boosting the aid. She says there are issues with the budget and staffing. Meanwhile, the office of D.C.'s attorney general says the mayor cannot do this. In a memo, D.C. A.G. Brian Schwab says the mayor must follow the law to boost benefits starting in January. D.C. says it's not clear how the mayor is going to respond. Tens of thousands of folks in Maryland, however, will be seeing more money in 2024. WTOP's Nick Ionelli explains how. Maryland's minimum wage is going up. On January 1st, it'll increase from $13.25 an hour to $15, although in Montgomery County, a local county law already required mid-sized businesses to pay a $15 minimum wage, while larger companies have a minimum wage of $16.70 per hour. Gina Schaefer, founder of a few cool hardware stores, which has locations in Baltimore, Silver Spring, and Tacoma Park, supports the increase. 
What I think it truly means for everybody, though, including other small businesses, is that the more money our employees have, the more money there is to spend in the local economy. So I think it's better for all of the local businesses in general. But others, including Melvin Thompson, who represents the Restaurant Association of Maryland, says it places additional burdens on businesses on top of higher food and product prices. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In Virginia, the minimum wage is $12 an hour. It's 17 bucks an hour in D.C. New in the sale of the Washington Commanders, Robert Rothman, who is a former minority owner of the team, has filed a federal lawsuit against Bank of America. He's demanding at least $75 million in compensatory damages, accusing the bank of conspiring with the NFL and former owner Dan Snyder. Rothman claims they were trying to push him to sell his stake in the team. ESPN reports Rothman says the parties forced him and two other minority partners to sell their combined 40% stakes of the commanders back to Snyder for $870 million in April of 21. The lawsuit says that that suggests the franchise had a valuation of less than $3 billion, and that's far below the over $6 billion, an American sports franchise record, by the way, that Snyder got for selling to Josh Harris's company. More names were added to the National Firefighter Memorial last year. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us almost 600 new names are now enshrined. But the cause of death for those firefighters was not from injuries battling fires, but from cancer. We live in a world of plastics and synthetics. When they burn, they give off toxins. And those carcinogens are leading to more and more firefighters being diagnosed with cancer, according to retired firefighter Steve Wiseman, who is the director of the Virginia Firefighter Cancer Support Network. In Virginia, we're seeing a high rate of thyroid, testicular, and kidney cancer in our, in our members. Wiseman, who worked for several Northern Virginia fire departments, is a prostate cancer survivor. He says in January, a month of awareness, they'll be making sure firefighters and their families are aware of. The rising numbers of firefighters have been diagnosed with cancer. They also hope to encourage fire departments to adopt more cancer prevention techniques and for communities to better support firefighters who are diagnosed with cancer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, expectations for hiring in the new year, up or down. It's 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Michael. Good morning, everyone. Down in the Fredericksburg area for the closure, eastbound Virginia 3 Kings Highway. This is east of US 1 in Fredericksburg. That's down in Stafford County. All lanes and both shoulders are shut down. This is on the east side of the Rappahannock River. Watch out for localized detours. Southbound 95 as you come out of the Springfield Interchange. Things are looking okay. Just be prepared for the work zone. This is on the southbound side, south of, or just the north of Lorton Road. The center lane and the right lane are blocked because of this bridge deck repair work. Also taking a look at the Springfield Interchange itself. Seeing some uh, misty conditions, also some foggy conditions down there. Also with the crash on the Beltway's out loop to the ramp to the Springfield Interchange. You can get by on the ramp. It's just narrow, so keep that in mind. And uh, use caution and be aware of that accident activity. Otherwise, all lanes are clear on the Beltway in Virginia between the Wilson Bridge 95 heading all the way up to the uh, American Legion Bridge. At the Legion Bridge, you're going to find all lanes are clear. Just be aware of some foggy conditions. 
and these foggy conditions are actually all along the uh, top side of the beltway between 270 295 also seeing some wet roadways foggy conditions misty conditions both sides of 95 between the two beltways likewise the bw parkway seeing some of these wet conditions as you make your way up and down the baltimore washington parkway and you still have the closure both directions of defense highway at huntwood drive in anne arundel county this is because of the flooding i'm ken berger wtop traffic and over now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. Our soggiest weather maker is behind us. Now, today there could be a stray shower. Nothing heavy and by far a lot of dry hours. We're starting out with some patchy fog and temperatures in the mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Later today, it's upper 50s. Your afternoon, pretty mild. Again, can't rule out a stray shower. We'll have some scattered showers around the area on Friday pretty light and around 50 degrees so it is going to be cooler i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center there is a flood warning in effect until 7:45 this morning for part of central maryland including prince george's county could be flooding of rivers creeks streams other low-lying and flood-prone locations that is imminent and uh, could be occurring we have 51 degrees at dupont circle 49 degrees in germantown 51 degrees in annandale All brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence deck, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 310. Money News Now at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Larry Kosky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The job market is expected to tighten as we head into the new year. That according to surveys by several regional Federal Reserve banks, which find that employers expect to hire less next year. The December employment report, due a week from tomorrow, is expected to show 170,000 jobs added. Economists forecast less than half that number for the first three months of 2024. Toyota is poised to keep its title as the world's best-selling car maker, topping Volkswagen for a fourth straight year. Steady demand in Europe and North America helped sales and production reach new highs last month. Toyota's global sales last month jumped 12 percent from a year ago. Separately, Toyota is recalling nearly one million vehicles to fix a problem that could prevent the passenger airbag from deploying in a crash. The recall affects a range of vehicles from the 2020 through 2022 model years. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, new developments in former President Trump's 2020 election subversion criminal trial in Washington, D.C. It's 312. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. A smile has a secret power that most people don't know about. A smile multiplies. It spreads from one person to the next, stretching across entire groups of people. Smile Train knows this and is proud to be creating a wave of smiles across the cleft lip and palate community in over 70 countries. Patients, doctors, advocates, fundraisers. Collectively, our smiles are a celebration of the transformed lives of over 1.5 million children. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org slash learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. It's 313. 
In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. At 314, coming up, one local airport sets an unenviable record. More news in 60 seconds. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 3.15. I'm Michael Toscano, and uh, glad to have you with us this morning. We have some new developments in former President Trump's 2020 election subversion criminal trial in Washington, D.C. Special Counsel Jack Smith is asking a judge to prohibit Trump's attorneys from introducing what he calls irrelevant disinformation. And he refers to the kind of things often heard at Trump's campaign appearances. He doesn't want this at his D.C. criminal trial. Zach Schoenfield, the courts and legal reporter for The Hill, joined WTOP's Jenny Glick to tell us what specific rhetoric by Trump, the special counsel, is aiming to block as irrelevant. Special counsel Jack Smith's team is trying to block quite an array of different pieces of evidence that they are concerned that the former president or his attorneys might bring up in front of the jury. These are things that prosecutors say would inject partisan political attacks uh, into the trial and should be barred. It's this includes things that like Trump's argument that he's being selectively prosecuted in this case. All of his attacks attacking special counsel Jack Smith is being connected to the Biden administration and the White House. Also seeking to bar various claims that Trump might make related to the January 6th Capitol riot including things like placing blame on the D.C. mayor or the National Guard or other entities trying to shift the blame for the preparation for January 6th, as well as the response to the attack, seeking to bar all of these different pieces of information that, once again, prosecutors say the jury should not hear during this trial. Zach, so much of this is unprecedented. Any idea what if the judge will seriously consider these arguments um, and when a decision might be made on this? I think it's likely that we won't see a decision on this until down the road, because as of right now, Trump's trial proceedings in this case are on hold. 
Trump is currently appealing his argument that he has presidential immunity from the case. That's currently going up the chain uh, through the federal court system. His trial judge had rejected it. And until Trump's appeal on this is resolved, the proceedings in the trial court are, are put on hold. Uh, so this filing today from prosecutors actually is them still trying to keep the trial schedule on track by even though the trial proceedings are on hold, they're still sticking to what was the original schedule. Today was their deadline uh, to file these types of motions to exclude evidence at trial. Their hope is that when eventually Trump's appeal is resolved and things return back to the trial court and the case moves ahead, that by them filing this early now uh, will allow the judge to move quicker and get Trump to trial quicker, hopefully before the 2024 election in prosecutors' minds. That's Zach Schoenfeld, the courts and legal reporter for The Hill. Trump is charged in the case with four federal felonies, accusing him of conspiring to subvert the election results. He has pleaded not guilty and denied wrongdoing. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The Colorado GOP is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn a state court's decision that keeps former President Trump off the 2024 primary ballot. Meanwhile, Michigan will allow Mr. Trump's name to stay on their ballot. The Pentagon says a final drawdown of $250 million for Ukraine will mostly go toward air defense and and artillery. This will be the last amount until or unless a supplemental aid package is passed. Top U.S. officials in Mexico looking to get our southern neighbor to take action regarding soaring migrant border crossings. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th now, and let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Michael. Good morning, everyone. Starting at the Bay Bridge in Maryland. Uh, I think some rain down there, just off and on, it appears. Lots of wet roadways, as you might expect. Also, some foggy, misty conditions already in place at the Bay Bridge. However, all lanes are open. Three coming back to Sandy Point. Two heading across the bay to Kent Island with uh, very light volumes and no major delays. However, if you are crossing the bay, just take it very easy and slow and use a lot of caution. The ride to and from the Bay Bridge from the Capitol Beltway is doing okay. On the Capitol Belt, we've got the sign replacement operations. This is overhead sign replacement. This is on the approach to Pennsylvania Avenue. The two right lanes are blocked. Move over to the left. Earlier delays have all cleared out. Very light volume of traffic also on the Capitol Beltway with the same conditions, misty and foggy. So, again, keep the low beam headlights on. Keep the speeds down. Lie yourself lots of following distance and get to your destination safely. In Virginia, we've got the accident working. This is in Stafford County to the east of the Rappahannock River to the east of downtown Fredericksburg. This crash on the eastbound side of Kings Highway south of the Blue Gray Parkway. All lanes, both shoulders are closed. Then southbound 95 starting around Lorton Road for the bridge deck repair work. The central lane and the right lane are blocked and uh, the earlier delays coming south of the Fairfax County Parkway have cleared out. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. Watch the roads. Still a little damp this morning and still some areas of patchy fog. Temperatures not too bad at all, about 45 to 50 degrees across the area. And later today, it's upper 50s with mostly cloudy, maybe even at times partly sunny skies. Can't rule out a stray shower for today. A few light scattered showers expected on Friday and cooler will be back down to around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Foggy outside, 51 degrees in DuPont Circle, 49 in Germantown, 51 degrees in Annandale. The weather brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. 
Coming up on WTOP, a suspect in a high-profile D.C. murder has turned himself in to D.C. police. It's 321. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. This A smile has a secret power that most people don't know about. A smile multiplies. It spreads from one person to the next, stretching across entire groups of people. Smile Train knows this and is proud to be creating a wave of smiles across the cleft lip and palate community in over 70 countries. Patients, doctors, advocates, fundraisers. Collectively, our smiles are a celebration of the transformed lives of over 1.5 million children. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org slash learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. It's 323. Teachers shape the future. Right now. In a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Sports at 25 and 55. And that's coming up on WTOP. Today on Wednesday, a suspect turned himself into D.C. police in connection with the homicide of a former D.C. council staffer, 28-year-old Dabon Fuller. 28-year-old DeAndre Miles of Northeast D.C. has been charged with first-degree murder while armed for the shooting death. The shooting happened back on October 16th at around 5.30 in the morning. Fuller was shot and killed outside of a cleaner's. He was the father to two young children and a former consul- uh, constituent services rep for council member Brian Nadeau. United States Capitol Police officers arrested a man who was carrying a machete and a knife on the east front of the U.S. Capitol yesterday. An officer approached a man after noticing what were described as suspicious behaviors. They spoke, and the officer noticed a brick in the man's pocket. The man agreed to toss the brick aside, but then pulled out a knife and set it down. At that point, the officer called for backup and noticed the handle of a machete under the man's clothing. He then ordered the man to put his hands up. The suspect has been identified as 23-year-old Jose Leonardo Marquez. Police say there is no evidence that Marquez was targeting members of Congress, but he is charged with carrying a dangerous weapon and possession of a prohibited weapon. A new record set at one of our local airports. WTOP's Ralph Fox tells us it comes after another gun was found on a passenger trying to get